Myself. So let me start all over again. Welcome to the Artist Exchange Radio Show here live only on BeExposedRadio.com. I'm your host, Nate. This is my guest for today, Mr. Nira Hampton, a, a design, jewelry designer, filmmaker, actor, and we're going to learn what else uh, she's <laughs> uncovered since she's deserted the Baltimore area uh, for the big New York City. Uh, but before I go any further... I want to say happy 62nd birthday to my mother. Uh, she is 62 today. I'll, she may not want me to keep saying that because I've already put it on social media. Uh, but I'm really excited uh, and blessed to still have a mom who is 62 years old. Um, a few years ago, she had a stroke and it wasn't looking good. Well, she had two strokes, one when I was younger and one uh, just a few years ago. So I'm very blessed um, to still have my mom and she's still kicking and probably giving all her cancer emotions to the world as such. But um, I'll, I'll give her a shout out towards the end of the show as well. But today our topic is um, just getting rid of the roadblocks. As I said, if y'all saw the little advertisement I put up earlier, it's a precursor to a series of uh, vision board workshops that I'll be uh, starting this Sunday here at the Artist Exchange Rashtop Blue Studio at 1734 Maryland Avenue. You can come on down Sunday from four to six. Um, we're doing a workshop series, uh, vision board workshop, but it's not the typical vision board. It's more so helping all of us to plan. A lot of the things that I do in terms of programming and content and things that I'm doing myself and things that have worked for me. Um, and I'm not giving anybody any laws. I'm just giving you more options. Uh, so the vision board series will help you just to get organized. This specific one is about roadblocks. Each one we'll be doing will help with a different aspect of your life, whether it be if, if it's for work, if it's for career, if you're starting a new business, um, if you are an artist, if you just somebody sitting at home uh, just chilling, it will help you in, in, in many different ways. Uh, this month we're doing uh, eliminating the roadblocks. Next month we're doing fundraising. So it's a bunch of things that will help you get get your business together um, or help you start a business, as I said, or if you've already started one and you you're hitting some brick walls. This is 
definitely for you. I've made tons of mistakes and I have tons of information uh, in, in terms of how I got out of things and how I'm currently getting out of things um, or just remodeling how we look at um, a vision board. Most times, you know, you cut out the images and I'm not disputing that because that's somebody's learning style. It's not mine. I'm more of a list taker and I'm normally a by project. So if you do your vision board, it needs to be something that you're constantly updating, however you choose to do it. And there are a million and one ways, and you probably got five more to add to that uh, in terms of how you do it. But the way that is most effective to me, I'll be showcasing that in this series. So we're doing them up into December for right now. Um, and we are bringing in special guests that are experts in those fields. Um, so look out for the advertisement for that. You've probably already seen the list. The dates are already out. Um, the topic matter is already out. Um, the links to the Eventbrite for each one of them will be out. Um, they will start off in person, small groups, no more than 10 people. So we have about four slots left right now for Sunday uh, from four to six. Um, and then each one of them will have a virtual component where you still have to register in order to get the, the link. The first one is free and the subsequent ones will be um, paid or by donation. Um, so I'm, I'm, willing to give these, but we have individuals coming in and speaking. So we want to definitely utilize their time effectively. And we want to be able to bless them as well for taking the time. Um, next month, we'll be doing it with Miss Nicole Scroggins. She is the director of fundraising for MPT. Um, and she does a great job with fundraising. So we'll be uh, doing some vision planning, helping us to kind of get organized in terms of um, raising funds and raising capital for our businesses or the projects that we want to do. Or if it's just your personal life, a lot of these things can equate to personal, business, uh, self, artistry, everything in between. So come on out. Don't be afraid. Join us. We'll have some uh, refreshments um, and some activities that will keep you going. And these classes are from 16 and up. Uh, you can be 16 and up and still get the same benefit out of it. I work with a lot of students. Um, I work with a lot of adults. And I've always been around a lot of elders. So all the information that's being given is catered to be able to reach any of those demographics of individuals. And no matter whether you have an idea for a business, you already have a business, you've been in business for 30 years, these are things that you can do to kind of refresh, restart, and just reorganize how you're going at whatever you're doing. Um, so definitely come on out uh, this Sunday, 1734 Maryland Avenue. To register, go to Show at gmail.com and just send us an email or you can call us directly at 443-839-0118. But uh, let's, before we get any further into that, um, I want to say hello to Janira. Hi, she came <laughs> back in the clutch and supported the show and she's here live. And we're going to talk a little bit about what you do. So tell us a little bit about who Janera is and what you do. <laughs> While I grab my I am Janera. I am an actress, writer, director, designer, and I have some other things coming in the future. But yes. So um, I met Janera while I was in the group for Umba. She was an actress. I think well, I'm not sure we put it. Uh, but you came on and uh, as an actress, and we've been knowing each other since then. But in the last couple years, she started to, and she didn't, are they earrings? Yeah. So yeah. she made these earrings, <laughs> but she started making turbans and uh, earrings. First of all, she started out as a customer. 
And then she became the artist herself. Um, she's big into accessories. So if you have some nice dope accessories, hit her up because she definitely supports uh, businesses, black businesses, independent businesses. Um, but how did you start or why did you start this Georgia business? All right, because first, um, being, um, a, sorry, being a jewelry maker and a designer, I've always wanted to do this since I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. And then um, once I hit about, what, 1920, I was still doing my uh, filmmaking stuff. Okay. So um, I would buy the stuff, but I never knew how to assemble it. <laughs> I've always liked all the kind of jewelry because I don't wear makeup. I hate makeup, but I always mm-hmm. love jewelry. So I was like, eventually in the future, I always wanted my own jewelry line, but I just didn't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember that that day I had bought all that stuff and I, I um, bought it to you. Mm. I think it's when AC and more was out. This is like yeah. 12 years ago. I had all this jewelry and um, I'm sorry, pieces and I gave it to Nate because at that time I was mostly working on my films and doing filmmaking. Mm. So I didn't have time to really sit down and learn and it wasn't until I got into New York and probably about um, about two, three years into me getting to New York I had landed a job working for a jewelry company Mm. And there, that's where I learned how to assemble. I learned a little bit about the business of jewelry. We used to have different accounts like Macy's, um, JCPenney, Big Sporting Goods, Francesca's, all those. And um, I've always been the type of person that when I go to a job, especially a job, um, I try to get jobs. When I try to I work towards getting jobs where I know I, I want to learn something from that can benefit mm-hmm. my future. So that jewelry job just taught me how to assemble jewelry, told me just a little bit about the business, but that's where I learned how to assemble it. And once I had got the hang of doing it, that's when I started to like design. I always had like different types of designs in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where it started. And it's, uh, I, I love to see somebody learn something because that's exactly how I learned, not exactly how you did it, but mm-hmm. I was introduced to it by way of Missy Lane, actually. Okay. Missy Lane showed me how to make jewelry, um, and then I had another artist from Miss Cleatrice Tobey, of Art by Cleatrice, and both of them were two distinct individuals. Miss Cleatrice, it was her business, mm-hmm. and you know Missy Lane, she just a crafter. She just loved yeah. making stuff, yeah. and she would make stuff at our rehearsals with our director, Ross Daughters, who are grown women now, if you're not going to recognize them. <laughs> but um, I picked it up, and I'm an artist, so I can pick stuff up, and I see it, but um, I love to watch people grow in an art form. So just following your Instagram and your Facebook and watching you start from, you know, making the turbans to now more accessories, more mm-hmm. expansive accessories. And I love these chain crowns that she's starting to uh, create. Well, she's been making already. And I'm just, I love the evolution. I see the work that she's been putting into it. And just, it's not a, a cheap habit. No, it's, it's, it's definitely not. I mean, I still have stuff that I really wanted to come out. I, I can say just, we know like with the filmmaking and acting mm-hmm. and stuff like that, we know that everything is a, is a process. Right. But definitely with jewelry, it's a process. Um, mm-hmm. The stuff that you get in design, none of that stuff is cheap. You can't, yeah. I, that stuff is not cheap. Not only that, when you have a lot of designs and stuff that I'm putting in your mind, you're trying to figure out, well, what can I put out? first, you know, or what's going to work or what's not going to work yet or what we had to put on the back burner. Mm-hmm. And then this being a business owner within itself, the process of doing it. Um, right. I learned a lot about 
everything takes time because at one point I was thinking like that. I want to have this. I want to have that, that out. I want to have this and that. And I have tons of ideas, even a men's line that I want to uh, come out. I wanted that to come out about three years ago, mm. and it just didn't happen. Because I haven't seen any pieces. Yeah, and I <laughs> it, it hasn't come yet because um, for one, I, I know nothing's perfect, but I'm kind of a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I just feel like anything that I do, it has to be right. I'm not going to put out no crap or nothing sloppy. Right. And then, like, I want to make sure that everything is aligned perfectly so that things can flow. Um, and that's, that's, <coughs> that is what I see a lot of people not doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really the vision party that I, vision board workshop that I spoke about. It's because I see a lot of businesses jumping into something because it's something that they see as popular. Mm-hmm. I know for you, you started out as a customer. Mm-hmm. And then she would say, well, can you make it like this, Nate? Can you yeah. do this to it? <laughs> and, and normally I could tell when somebody's, you know, gravitating towards, you know, becoming a designer themselves. And a lot of people, I've had a lot of friends who be like, well, you know, I can do that myself. Uh, I'm not going to keep buying from you. That wasn't her attitude. Uh, But it was definitely, I've seen that in other businesses. um, And they don't fail. I mean, they they end up failing. Or they stop doing it because, one, buying beads and buying stuff. Janera can see what my desk looks like right now. This is not even hundreds of dollars. But I'm not even going to do that to myself. It's going to make me cry right here on the show. But the amount of money that you spend on supplies, People the amount of money it. you spend in terms of your timing. You know, people just look at, they go to the Asian little hair store, the beauty shop, and they see the little dollar earrings, but they don't realize that that's a knockoff of somebody else's work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they don't understand the amount of time that you put into making it or creating it. And I've seen you go from the, the very beginnings where you were just learning techniques and you probably was going into the store and saying, oh, I like that, I like that, and, and figured it out to now. When I saw this last crown, I was like, okay, she, she in it, she in it. And I'm still learning. Like, the, the, the mm-hmm. thing with me was, like, again, I've always wanted to do this for so long, but I've always mm-hmm. loved all kinds of Even though I do have my own business, I still like buying other people's stuff. Um, again, like Nick said, like, um, one of the issues we do face as business owners is that everybody come to us thinking that, you know, why is it this high? Why is that? We're, you're paying for our time. Like, we actually have businesses and a lot of people really don't have the passions for mm-hmm. stuff. So they start stuff and they stop or they try to mimic. But my old theories is, yeah, I'm no, I, you know, you can't copy me because every time you try, yeah. there's something else you just don't know about me that I can put out. And um, I don't worry about it as much. But Right. Again, like um, it took me some time. None of this happened overnight. Even you know, with me working at the jewelry company, I still had to learn how to. So I'm still learning how to assemble certain stuff. Um, I got a sewing machine for a gift for about almost two years now. I haven't mm. cracked that open. There's other avenues I want to go to, but every day I'm still learning. And I, I don't. I'm not that type of person that's just not going to learn or not going to ask questions. Right. And I, I just think that people take advantage of that, and I think it's very sad. Especially us as black designers in the black community, because a lot of the stuff that y'all see is actually what we originally originated mm-hmm. and somebody else took. Yeah. And what's the name? And, and distribute um, it. And, and, yeah. and put it out. I think also the other unfortunate thing is, again, back to 
people not wanting to pay for quality work. You guys don't understand how much time and effort it took us. It sometimes uh, before I even put out one survey, it took me three, four tries or three, four designs before I actually can decide like, okay, I like the way I did this one or add something to that. Or sometimes I post it, take it down or whatever. Even with the head chain, I'm still learning and learning. Um, I do feel very disappointed at times when people do come and be trying to get discounts or they're trying to figure this or try to lowball and talk about that. But <coughs> you guys really don't understand our struggle as authentic designers and the stuff we have to go through. Again, like none of our materials are cheap. Like in this program, you can see nothing is cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, not making that as an excuse because I mean, I always too expect like, no, the stuff that we want to put out or that you put out and present is that we really spend and take our time and make sure we have quality work right. so that you all can have something of quality in your household, you know, mm-hmm. something of quality to wear. So I, I do feel disappointed. Um, but again, it comes with the, um, with the territory, it comes with learning uh, different people, learning your market, and not even just different people in your market, but it also teaches you how to deal with people in those situations. So, and it 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 is difficult in the beginning, but you begin to learn because one of the things that happens is it's going to always be an evolution. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be something you're going to walk into a. a jewelry supply store or any store and you're going to find inspiration. So your what you initially started doing will always evolve into something completely different unless that's just your aesthetic, that thing you were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and even that, even in that, you're going to grow because yeah. your turbans have turned into the chain you know, yeah. uh, necklaces. I mean, uh, hairbands, but it we have to understand the things that are going on. So today, the the topic is eliminating the roadblocks mm-hmm. and for designers uh, the roadblocks can be money mm-hmm. the roadblocks can be support mm-hmm. uh, the roadblocks can be lack of knowledge of a field so to get into the jewelry field there's fine jewelry there's costume jewelry there's trendy jewelry there's fashion jewelry it's all so many different fields that you can go into but in terms of getting into the business there's a lot of learning curves that we all go through as business owners but more specifically speaking of designers and being performance artists there's a lot of things that we didn't know going into this you know i didn't know that i would have to always learn live that pisses me off because I don't like learning lines. But that's a part of the job. It's yeah. a part of the job. It's a part of um, the the makeup of being an actor. As a designer, I have to spend money. And you can you can go for cheap and you can find um, repurposed things and, and things of that nature. But at some point, you got to buy something. Yeah, You got to invest in something, whether it be a business card, whether it be supplies, whether it be, you know, marketing. You know, there are a lot of things that we do to ourselves in terms of the things that we want and we don't invest the time into researching. So roadblocks are, you know, laziness. Mm-hmm. Roadblocks is ignorance. Roadblocks uh, can be focusing on your neighborhood and not realizing, let me put myself on a, a website so I can market to the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and the moment I began to do those things, I started and, and not just on the profit side, but I started seeing a business evolve. Uh, anytime you're speaking about starting a business, you have to put in the work in terms of research. And none of us did that. I don't know many people who did market research. Very few friends who started out in something else, they actually come into art businesses 
with that mindset of doing the research. But most of us, we're creative. I have this money. Let me go buy the stuff. Let me make it. Let me sell it. And then take the money. But a lot of it's not always that simple. Sometimes you're sitting and you're looking at stuff for months and years uh, and you're not utilizing it. What has been the struggle for you in terms of becoming an entrepreneur, becoming a designer, you know, being an artist in general? I would say being an artist in general, it's a couple of struggles that I, I still do struggle with to this mm-hmm. day sometimes. Um, one of ones can be just not being inspired because mm. I thought as an artist in general that you're supposed to be inspired every day and you're not. Mm. Um, just um, also having understanding about goals that you have and then life gets in the way. You might not can't make that goal happen right away. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a struggle. Um, finan- I, I mean, everybody talks about the financial part, but I'm, the thing about the whole financial thing is that because you, you want so much at one time. Right. And then once you realize, like, okay, wait a minute, I got, like you said, I got all this stuff, but, you know, that ain't coming out right. That ain't paying out right. And I would say lack of business knowledge within itself. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like for the design thing, that's something you can you can always learn and everything. But the business aspect of it um, can be a, a big robot because there's times even now where certain things I don't understand about how to handle <coughs> the business part. Mm. You know, I talk to some of my other designer friends. Um, they design clothes and, and other different or just other different uh, business owners in general because there's certain things that I don't understand. Right. You know, um, if your business stuff changes all the time, you got a high and you might have a low and you might have a this and you might mm-hmm. have a that. And it's just like, okay, so how do I manage this and how do I know what goes forth and should I feel bad that this has not happened yet or what is the purpose? Um, I think one of the things I had learned um, because I always wanted to be an entrepreneur and an actress and designer, even as a teenager. And I have other things in the future that I want to do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in New York, I had talked to one of my coworkers. I worked at the Lincoln Center. And he had a couple businesses that he let go. And he told me, the first question he asked me was, is this something that you really want to do? Mm-hmm. And again, like back to we was talking about where people don't have a passion. Stuff. So this is stuff I, I always wanted to do. And um, his little knowledge was, you know, get in it and you know, just design a couple things first, and then you can start doing the business aspect of it, but first master what it is that you're trying to create and design, and after you do that, then, you know, the other things will fall in place, because after that, you'll have the revenue, you'll build your base, and I'm still building a base. Um, One of the things I can say that I'm very grateful for, I'd be grateful just when I give out business cards. You know, even if a customer don't don't buy anything, the fact that you're asking for a card or that you inquire, like, oh, I like your earrings. Because they'll come back. They'll They'll come back around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like you were saying before, you've got a lot of people out here that's looking at money. Like, I don't care about the money that I enjoy being an artist. Of course, we all want to get paid and, and stuff like that. But yeah, those are my roadblocks. A lot of days, I'm not inspired to do anything. A lot of days, I try to force myself to create stuff and, and nothing comes out correctly in order the the way it's, it's not right or how I imagine it. Um, again, like mm-hmm. I said, I have so many more designs and, and stuff that I want to be out right now, but it it can't happen right now. I wanted my men's line to be out by a certain time, like certain products, and it's not happening right now. So I, I would say roadblocks with that is definitely days when you're not, you know, inspired. And then also to um not really knowing uh the 
I would say that having the, the process of owning a business, stuff like that, not knowing that, because a lot of business stuff we weren't taught. Mm-hmm. We really weren't taught about like entrepreneurship. I and mean, so, many of us didn't have those individuals in our family, right? Or it was a hustle. So yeah. many of us work our business as a hustle. Mm-hmm. But the the thing to go back a little bit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> As creatives, there will always come days where the vision just not there. Yeah. And I no longer force myself to make anymore because um, it doesn't come out right. And I'm not wasting my money and wasting supplies because it's not coming out. But those are the days that you focus on your business. Mm -hmm. You know, and often I remember when you first started um, on your Instagram, you have made a post like we'll be closed indefinitely and i was well not indefinitely but you said for a period mm-hmm. of time and i remember messaging you like what's going on like what 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 do you what 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 do you need or feeling though i had to give you ideas mm-hmm. and and that was just me mm-hmm. being you know nate you know knowing how this is a struggle mm-hmm. and i don't ever want anybody to stop because sometimes those stops turn into two weeks and them two mm-hmm. weeks turn into two months two years and you look up and there's this corner of art supplies growing dust that's covered in dust in the corner and you're like, man, I don't feel like doing this. Yeah. And then you begin to give the stuff away. I think it's that that time uh, when I did it, because I did it a couple of times. The, mm-hmm. um, the first time I had done it was because I had to really, which I do now at times, Mm-hmm. Again, like I, I always feel like I'll be having to put out so much stuff at one time and then when I can't do it, I disappoint myself. Yeah. And so I was just like, you know what, let me, you know, from this date to this date, let me just shut shop down. They can buy whatever is there, but let me really break my stuff mm-hmm. down and make it work for me so yeah. that I'm not overwhelmed myself totally because I was coming. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. becoming so overwhelmed and then I was becoming sad, like, oh my God, I'm going to put this up at a certain time, but I don't have this right now and I'm trying to get this right now, but I can't get it. So for a gap period, I was like, okay, let me sit down, break it down and say, okay, we're going to make this happen with when I come back, this going to come out first and then that one. And then the second time was, unfortunately, when the pandemic hit, I came back, um, to Maryland, just I'm here just temporarily and then leaving. So like I had to kind of relocate some of my stuff really quick to bounce back. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I've learned from other designers, um, a day she's later, Ayana, um, she was just telling me like, you know, you don't have to go with the world's time. And that's mm-hmm. another thing. Mm-hmm. I felt like, you know, because I'm a designer, I was supposed to have all this stuff out by now and I got all these ideas. And when it wouldn't work, right. I was... I was torn. Organizing those thoughts mm-hmm. and and it really this series of vision board um mm-hmm. workshops came because I just I went through this years ago, mm-hmm. but I'm seeing a lot of artists get frustrated and we have we have a new type of artist that's growing up that only creates when they feel like it. Mm-hmm. And then they step away from stuff. And you can't run an effective business like that. No. Because there's too many copycats out there. Mm-hmm. There's too many people who are on it that's going to be doing it. And then we complain about mediocrity winning. But mediocrity is consistent. Right. Most mediocrity, mediocre artists that you know are consistent. Mm-hmm. They're always posting. They're always creating. They're always, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it sounds like, no matter what the quality is, they're putting things out. So people are willing to say, well, you know what? I'll knock down the quality of what I want because it's always there. It's always available. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like cafes that you're like, how is this place always busy in this room? It's horrible. Right. Because they keep their doors open. Yeah. And people, some, right. somebody wants it. 
And then the, the business who has the best food got the worst hours and the worst consistency. Yeah, and the worst people working there. And the worst people working there. But you you try to get there, but you be like, you know what, I'm just going, you know, this cheesecake down here is not as good, but I'm going to get this one because mm-hmm. they always open. They have the best hours, the best customer service. Yeah. And that's, that's how we have to then run our own business. So think as a consumer, thinking as a consumer, when you are a business owner will help you not make a lot of those mistakes. So on those days where you're not feeling as creative, you can get organized on those days as she's looking at the, the craziness that is my No, daughter. but this is all odd. Because I'm looking at it, I'm like, they, no, my, my grandmother's table, she was like, uh, do you think you want? I'm like, no, I'm not moving my stuff today. But her, her table was, mm-hmm. she's like, what the hell is, like, damn, like, Am I gonna get the dining room back? I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah just yeah, wait. Yeah. Till At least I'm you done. started in a room that wasn't your bedroom. Because most of us okay. started out bedrooms, and then we we explode outside of the room, and then every part of the house looks crazy. But that that that's what that's what's needed. So on those days when you're not feeling your best creatively, you then transfer that energy. These are the days that I'm gonna focus on my social media. These are the days that I'm gonna get. All of my stuff organized. I'm gonna get pictures of the stuff and I'll put it on my social media or my website. You know, just so we you have to micromanage and kind of chop down the overwhelming amount of work that it takes to be because you can't get everything done in one yeah. day. That was something I had to learn too was the balance. I never really had balance. Everything we need, we just work with work, so I never had balance. And then now we realize I'm like, uh, you need um you yeah. balancing your life, and that was what was driving crazy. I never had balance, and so now mm-hmm. that I'm learning it, I'm also work stuff down. Like I think people think I again, like you can't really pay attention to social media. I I try to I don't really post every day on the jewelry page. I try to at least do something in a snap story. But mm-hmm. like Nate said, like now I come up with a <coughs> schedule for myself. Um, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe one day, Wednesday, these couple of hours, I'm going to design a little bit. And then maybe mm-hmm. in the morning, I might say just good morning or hello. Or maybe we post a picture or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, things of that nature. But also just know that it's it's okay. Like, take a, if you got to take a mental break. But don't. You have to know as a business person, like, yeah, you may not be feeling good this way. But if a customer call you, like, hey, Janera, I, I, I want to use that. I, you get on that and do that. You got to put that and, aside. Like, and, and many of the artists that I've learned from, um, the clear Tristan Bay, um, what's his name? Um, I can't forget his name just escaped me, but he does a lot. Poncho Brown, um, individual artists like that. So on the time where you're creating, you have to get into it and focus. Put the phone down, turn the TV off, or get some inspiration and vibe off. Find out what your niche is, what time of day, but you have to crank it out because even when we take our mental breaks, that stuff needs to be still going. It needs to be a way that you're still moving, even when you take your moments. Because, and that's what I say, we have a new age of artists. And it's not just young artists. I see a lot of older artists doing the same thing because they're seeing the, the scheme of it all. People are not willing to wait when it comes to them spending their money. They want when they want what they want when they want it. And we learned that. And if you did not know that about yourself, you learned it definitely during this quarantine ordering food, ordering Amazon. We want, when I pay for something, I want it when I want it. Right. And you have to find that happy medium of pleasing your customer, but not, 
you know, losing yourself, losing money, losing time, losing creativity, trying to fulfill a need. I'm not a trendy artist. I will never be a trendy artist because trends don't last and trends trends are expensive. Well, to me, like, not even that it's expensive. Like, to me, it's not authentic. Now, Mm -hmm. of course, we're going to go look just to see, like, okay, what's what's out there. That's just the entrepreneur and stuff. Like, not Mm -hmm. saying you had to copy, but you just going to look and see, like, oh, okay. And half the stuff that they're wearing is stuff that has been repeated from years and years and mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you make and develop um, inspiration for that. But like I said, when I would take gaps, if I feel like, you know, I, I need a minute, I let everybody know, hey, you know, from this time, this time, blah, blah. If if you... Um, hey, Tracy. Hi, Tracy. If you um, need something from me, let me know. I'm, I'm still able to at least take custom orders. Or at this mm-hmm. time, I can't do custom orders right now. You can just get that unless you get something urgent. Put a time frame. Put a time frame on it. So when you get it. a custom order, you know it's a two week turnaround. Yeah. Or it's a three day turnaround. Right. Be honest about your time. As I see a lot of business owners, and I was very guilty of that just taking in all the work that I can get um, and not fulfilling right. you know not not giving all that i could give and it's crazy so i'm learning to be transparent miss tracy hall just just did it and i did i think i did a phenomenal job uh making the jewelry for her um her wedding but i she said to me when she saw it she felt like i did a good job for her bridesmaids but then when i got to her it was like and it wasn't i'm gonna just say miss hall it wasn't like that but I I put so much attention on making this over here that when I got over here, I just out. I was burned out, but I just tried to use my natural creativity. And it wasn't my best. I can say that now. So I do apologize. But at the same time, you have to be honest about what you can do. And I finished the job. It was completed and it got to her on time. But it was it you have to be able to be honest about what you can do as a business owner. So when you try to, and I, I use a lot of restaurants, for example, because I watch a lot of, um, what's the what's the mean guy that comes in? Gordon Ramsay. When he comes into their restaurants, you, you got too many damn things on the menu. I don't, I don't like Wendy's to today. I don't like Wendy's food because they do try to do, they try to be too many different fast food places. They sell chicken and burgers and fries and, and, and baked potatoes and seafood. Something on that menu is going to be disgusting. And I'm not willing to put my stomach in my mind to decide that. And that's, that's one of the things. And, you know, maybe Wendy's could sponsor me and I may like your food then, but as of right now, I'm not done. But it's one of the reasons, like, so don't try to be everything. Or if you're going to do, like, you make earrings, you make turbans, you make the the crowns, you you make these things. So when you're in the vibe, I'm going to make crowns today. You're right. not trying to make a crown, make a turban, make, a make turban. earrings. Like, it don't work like that. I, I really had mm-hmm. to sit and work everything now. Like, even mm-hmm. now, I'm still, um, one of the things I learned, uh, too, it's okay to keep reinventing yourself every time. If you, mm-hmm. if you feel like, okay, all right, this, let, let me start over. Start over as many times as you want. Like um, like when they say, like, um, right now, the past couple of days, I've just been making head chains. I got more photo shoots going up, so I can do the head chains. And mm-hmm. then also, I try to prepare myself in case I want to go vend. So then I had certain days, like, okay, this day and that day, I'm going to be vending prep, but on vending prep, I'm only prepping earrings. For for yeah. for this time, or well, I'm only just cutting certain stuff to prep for that. Um, you just have to like <laughs> take your time and feel. You don't have to feel like I don't. 
I don't do everything in one day. If I got a customer that wants a custom order, I let that, when do you need to buy? So I'll put that in the schedule too. Like, okay, that's going to be at the top of my list for the day. I'll put everything to the side. This customer needs this by a certain time. Let me see what day can I get started on this just to ensure that she has everything. Let me see what in case I got to go buy some purchase it. And then maybe by the end of that night, then I'll go back to like, okay, maybe I can start this. And if, if getting started sometimes don't even mean working on it. Getting started me like I, I'll take materials and just set it out. Like, okay, let me let me put out the this this color turban. Let me put out these color uh rhinestones and stuff like that and put those right there for that. Or let me put out these uh types of earrings or um anything. You just have to take your time and really be like you said, be honest with yourself. What what can you do? But don't try to do everything at one time, it's okay. So I I don't I don't allow myself to go one well in one. If I can't do it, I can't do it. I, I'm also into I don't copy people. So if it's something that I, I'm absolutely not doing, I ain't doing it. So I'll recommend you to somebody else that can do it. That's another thing. Like some people don't understand it too. It's just like, oh, well, well such and such a day. Yeah, but I'm not such and such. And I don't want to do that. That's just not what I'm into. And I'm, the only that translates into, they don't want to pay what that other person was charging. So let me, can you do it for cheap? That's yeah. normally what that means. And on the flip side of all of this, sometimes get your ass up and just do it. Yeah. You know, some we, we have grown into a culture where, it's just, you wait for me. And as a consumer, you have to wait for me as a consumer. No, I don't have to wait for you. Because you're going to be mad when now you see me rocking somebody else's stuff that may not even be as good as yours. Right. But guess what? They were consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tracy, y'all, Nate, thank you, you you for acknowledging that you'll be able to redeem yourself for my next... What? <laughs> no, we're not having the next wedding. Uh, we have to talk about that, but um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. So just in terms of being a a business, roadblocks are normally self inflicted because mm-hmm. we can point a finger, but there's a there's a responsibility in that. Yeah, so but this you thing is go ahead. not the control. Sorry, I and I agree a little bit, but not mm-hmm. really because sometimes life happens. Stuff stuff happens. Everything is a process. So. Mm-hmm. Stuff that may have transpired, like it, it, I didn't want to come back to Merlin, not not no shade, but that wasn't like in my plan. I well, get the hell out there! Get the hell out! No, I'm not being shady. I the mm. pandemic hit and stuff stuff was happening. I had needed to transition, yeah. so stuff had to come. The whole life does happen, mm-hmm. but it's how you pick yourself up afterwards. But you didn't stop making jewelry. No, I didn't stop. You didn't stop I running didn't, your business. Right. You just had to figure out how to make, make it, work. it work. And that's that's my strength as an artist, mm-hmm. how to make it work, how to make this thing work despite anything. Mm-hmm. And, and since Tracy Hall is on here listening, you know, me and her talked about that day. So the day I went to deliver her packages, the life had happened to mm-hmm. me. And, I, and I'm a stickler for being on time and getting things done accordingly. So I don't like to do anything that I can't, that I, I don't like to do anything that I said I'm going to do and then I decide I can't do it or things happen where I just don't do it. Mm-hmm. It's very few times that it's ever happened. And I had to figure out how to still be there for a friend and still deliver as a business owner and still balance all of that out with time and life happening and things happening and 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 not making excuses and just trying to figure all that out in the same time frame as my friend was getting married today. 
you know, and and as a as a person, I try to stick to what I say I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do those things. But sometimes, as you said, life can happen. But it's how you react to those things. Yeah. I'm a person that let's make it work. Mm-hmm. You know, I I I don't like failure. I don't like excuses, and I don't like backtracking. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you know, I, I'm not gonna really do. I most people I know have never heard me say that because I just let me figure out how to make this get yeah. done. I'm a black theater artist, so it's the show must go on with or without you. Mm-hmm. Um, and could, eliminating roadblocks can often be your reaction to things. You yeah. can't help that life happens, right. but your reaction to how this thing, most people, when something bad happens, they, they just disappear. Yeah. Instead of saying, I can't do this, I'm not going to be available for this, they go, right. yeah. and I, I despise that, I hate that, because it's consistency because then you have to start all over again. Mm-hmm. So to your point before, reinventing yourself doesn't mean stop and start. Right. Reinventing yourself is figuring out how to keep this moving and transition into something else. So I'll continue to make these turbans, but I'm going to take more time to myself to start making these crowns now. Mm-hmm. And then you will see the crowns happen. Yeah. It's not just stopping and starting because as business owners, that is getting us into trouble. Oh, hell yeah. Now mm-hmm. I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, thinking something totally different. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I I'm just you, saying. You just got to keep evolving and rolling with the punches. Right. Um, like, just keep rolling with the punch. Like I said, right. life had happened. Yeah, it wasn't no shades of Baltimore at all. It was just that I was coming because, to that. Uh-huh. No, it wasn't no shades. I just. <laughs> I just had stuff like that I, that mm. was happening and was going on. And it was like, right. damn, like right now I got to pick up and, and move and then have it to like relocate and mm. do all of that in the middle and the process and stuff like that. And just yeah. have all that stuff going to stop. It was just, it was becoming overwhelming. And then, then it was just like, okay, now how the hell I'm going to bounce back from that? But I'm like, okay, fine. I'm going to just, let's be honest. But Listen. the jewelry then became the transition piece because you had color. that to deal with yeah. or to work on while you were transitioning. Yeah. Because that became your focus. Yeah. So to the people who are listening who get an attitude, when I say certain things like that, I personally, first of all, I'm going to say I don't care mm-hmm. uh, because I've, I've been there and I've done that. So I understand what excuses are, but I also understand at the end of the day, a person that doesn't work will not eat. Right. And if you don't continue to do that thing that you do consistently, you're not going to eat. And people are going to get tired of you making excuses and they just yeah. will go off to somebody else and get it done. And I've learned not to say I can do something that I know I can't do. Um, and and even though I'm not afraid to try something new or or make something new that I've never done before, but I have to have an understanding of it when you're giving it to me. Or I'm gonna say, well, let me let me research this and let me get back to you and yeah. then let's let's accomplish that. And that's in business in general. Yeah. So creating roadblocks for yourself is why. And I say it that way because we create roadblocks. I can't, it's hard, I'm tired, I need more, uh, I'm not getting the support I need. I don't have enough money to do this. Uh, And the whole stop and start thing, keep it moving. Keep yourself going. Do what you do with what you got. Right, exactly. I I, I still sometimes to this day, I still had to do that. Mm -hmm. I work with what the hell I have. Mm -hmm. I I may not have everything I need right now, and I'm still battling to get more stuff, but I work with what I have. Okay, I want to create that. Okay, I I got some extra chain in here somewhere. I will whip material (laughs) so I have left over to create something out of nothing. It may take a little time because you're trying to figure it out, but 
Mm-hmm. Keep it moving. Work with what you have. That was something. And even even me for the last three months, me being in this new type of space. So Janera knows me from you know sitting up at different places, doing more vending, or her coming to pick the jewelry up from my home, or me meeting her. People know that part of me, but this was a different exercise because this is more my showroom. So it's more, I have the space, I have the time. I don't make anything else at home. I'm not taking it home right. to make. I'm going to finish it. If I don't finish it, I'm going to come back the next morning mm-hmm. and I'm going to do it here. So this is a dedicated spot for me to do the things that I need to do for business mm-hmm. purposes. And it's just you have to allocate your time like that. So eliminating roadblocks is sometimes eliminating excuses mm-hmm. or the possibility for excuses or creating spaces for yourself so you can get the things done that you need to get done. I no longer, I, years ago, I decided I can no longer work for somebody else in a capacity of me not being able to handle the things that I need to handle. Right. So if you this, this job or thing is taking up more time that... I could be using it for my my own pursuits. It's not going to work for me anymore. And it's not laziness. It's me making a decision for me and about me and towards me. No longer creating roadblocks in my life to to kind of distract me. I'm no longer going to distract myself or allow myself to be distracted. No more excuses. Right. I mean, I even had um, a good friend of mine, Eric Cotton, and okay. we, oh, yeah. we would have um, discussions about stuff. And he did discussions because he's not enough. Oh, Eric? I don't have any discussions oh, with Eric. Okay. I love Eric. <laughs> and he gives me like the ball advice and like you could, I would go to him with like an issue and the first thing he says, is, uh, hold up. Um, okay. So we got that out the way. What are we going to do now? What can we do to move forward? And I mm-hmm. loved it because it was like, don't dwell on that. Well, yeah. How are we going to fix this problem? Mm-hmm. And that's what you got to ask yourself yeah. as a designer business owner. You know, mm-hmm. um, during the pandemic and even still now, like stuff that's supposed to be shipped to me wasn't get, getting to me yeah. on time. So it was just like, I can't continue to hold off weight. So I got to do what I got, what I have. All right. That's, it's coming. But in the meantime, what can I do? Can I just still promote more? Can I do more research? Right. Um can I try other things more? See what else I can try to come up with to try to make the business work. So just always just mm-hmm. try to think of a resolution, even if it's small. Like don't be. I'm Solution learning. Solution based. Yeah, business. I'm learning like not to be so hard on myself because I would literally beat myself down. But I've learned like okay, do what you can, what you got, and and like just in, in, in the and just just figure out what you want. Yeah. So to go back to uh, the vision board. Uh, workshop is organizing your plan. We all have goals, but most people, and I've said this on here before, most people want to arrive, but the journey is like, uh, can you do this for me? They don't want to take that journey because that's where the hard work is. That's really where the lessons are. That's really where the blessings are. That's really where the, the meat of the, that's the whole, that's life is the journey. Arriving somewhere is great because you you smelling good, you're looking good, you are fabulous, and people don't see the journey. You haven't seen the journey because you haven't done the work to get you there. And so then that's, you get there, then what? Are right. you going to still continue to work when you just want to like exactly. pass? And then I feel like it, let everything let it be a journey into the day you die. Like the Jay Z song, uh, song said, like you treat mm-hmm. your first thing like it's you know your first time coming into something. So treat right. it like that every day. You know, right. like you're trying to put it out. So. 
yeah, like I, I'm in, you know, sometimes enjoying the process can be hard, but I'm yeah. enjoying it. You yeah. Know? So in terms of where can people find your jewelry? Where can they find you at on social media? You can find my jewelry. Um, the line is called Glorious Ancestors. So you can uh, type in Glorious Ancestors mm-hmm. on IG. And if you just want to follow me in general, it's just my name, Janira. So your information is right at the bottom. You can see it on the next Oh, okay. But um, in terms of what you have coming up next, what's what's coming up next? <laughs> uh, okay. So... When we talk about the reinventing thing again, um, I have the glorious chains coming. Actually, what I'm trying to do, not trying to be working on, so I'm so going to get that out of your vocabulary too, what I'm trying to do, what I'm working on is building a collection. I have so many collection ideas. Um, I want to have a collection out um, at least by the fall. Okay. To have a, a glorious collection. So we call it the Royalty Glorious Part One by the fall. Um, hopefully, I'm not sure yet, hopefully my men's stuff, may, even if it's just like the hats and stuff, maybe I'll buy the whole. And, um, and, I, and of course, I'm going to see it. Yeah, of course, it. of course. Of um, course. Also, the acting and filmmaker, um, I think I'm supposed to be a part of a project. I got a call up there on a project soon. And I'm still writing in. Um, I want to film something else. So pray mm-hmm. for those things to happen for this year. So we're still talk about this year for now. You okay. know, it's more stuff. But that's that's what's coming up. Me just perfecting everything and just preparing. And, hmm. that, that sounds... I, I'm loving just the pushing of yourself because I know when you were here... It just felt like you were doing it, but it just wasn't mm-hmm. happening. And sometimes you do have to move. Sometimes you do have to relocate and change your environment in order to kind of spark that that mm-hmm. energy and that that rhythm mm-hmm. to get that together. And I'm I'm glad to see how much you've done in the years that you've been pursuing not just the performance side and the directing side, but now a new design element to yourself. So I can't wait to see the men's collection. Thank you. Yeah, it's posted that it came out in like 2019. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was going to start with like uh, a couple hats and shirts, um, but I wanted Mm -hmm. it to be different. And then after that, that's going to evolve as well. Okay. But like I said, I need stuff to be correct. I don't I don't just throw out work just because that's something I want to do. So I'm going to just throw that out there and then I'll let it go from there. Like, I don't think that's cool at all. I think that you need to really sit down as you are, because we're already doing a business. Mm-hmm. So you know that is and out of it. So sit right. down and be realistic with yourself and see what it is that you really want so that you won't continue to make the same mistakes that you've done before. Yeah. With this, because you're evolving. Why? You shouldn't be evolving and fall down. You're going to fall, but you shouldn't be like doing the same thing and get involved and like, mm. what is the, you know. So that, so with that, you know, I want to thank Janera for <laughs> stopping by. We're going to talk once the show is over yeah. <laughs> about um, what we could do together yeah. because I've been waiting for opportunity to create. Right? Maybe it is a men's line. Maybe, you know, you need to come and, you know, that's the only way I'm going to get something from Janera. Is it, uh, you, know, you know, you can call me if you want something. I mean, I'm not going to wear no turban. I'm not, I'm, oh, I'm yeah, with cannon. the best stuff. Yeah. So, so I, I can't wait because New York is one of my favorite places to go. Me and Missy Lane, we take our pilgrimage a couple times a year. We did get to go last year, but um, I love going there to see new, fresh stuff and and, and get some beads. And maybe she got, Janira got the hookup now, so we don't have to keep getting the high price. <laughs> low, low for some things. 
Um, I know Missy Lay. I'm gonna send this to Missy Lay because she gonna be like, "Yes, let's let's go." Let's go. <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm really excited about uh, just seeing you and what's what's coming up next and how you're gonna work Thank through um, the next couple whatever years months and what's to come for your collection line. So it's the glorious. It's supposed to be the royalty glorious royalty glory um, part one. Because mm-hmm. um, and that's the Instagram page, right? Yeah, the yeah. Instagram page is glorious ancestors, but the collection okay. will be like the royalty glory part one. So okay, I'm working on it, and I might be. I think I might be in um, a special shout out to Miss Cheryl from Indiegogo Vintage in Brooklyn, New York, the vintage shop. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be having like a fall fast shows up similar. So I may have some of the pieces available that's like a sneak peek of the collection at this Is time. that the shot where your stuff is? Yes, okay. it, it is there. Um it may be a couple other places this year. I'm not sure yet. Maybe that shot we've seen you. You know okay. it's never know. Yeah. Okay. Mm. If I'm not too Baltimore for her dude. Don't play with me. She's gone <laughs> she's lived a little. She's seen a little bit more. Don't play with me. Yeah, I, I I was trying to get a couple places down here. Oh, also with um Psycho Design House with Brandy. I think she had the the, the motor house. I know she wanted to okay. carry some products. I think a couple other places and um yeah, I'll let it I'll let y'all know. So uh we're gonna take is are we ready for a break yet, Marty? Or we got a couple more minutes? So we probably got a couple more minutes. So uh six minutes? Okay. So Real quick, let us know the filming side of what you do um, and what projects are you looking to do? Because I still haven't gotten a script. I haven't gotten an invitation or, <laughs> you know, audition or anything. Oh, well, I do ask in the filmmaker always say that's how me and Nick We did a couple places, which was so much fun. I still be thinking about some places to stay. But I do acting, writing, and directing. Mm-hmm. Um, my first two short films, one of them came out in 2010 called He Loves Me. It's still on Vimeo. Okay. And the second one is called um, I don't know the name of my second film. I can't remember. That's sad, ain't it? Because um, I wasn't in it. That's why I wasn't remembering. What was the second? I, I'll send him the link, but the second film is on Oh, the second, the name of my second film is called Cope. It's on YouTube, and I shot that in 2014. And it was with my two best friends, the Robinson brothers, like amazing filmmakers here in Baltimore. Um, what I um I have like so many unfinished trips I've been writing for like since we met like mm-hmm. for a very long time even in my teenage years. Uh, what I do want to uh, start out with coming up um as you guys know I had the on the scene show I was interviewing like different artists but um still never got because I, I had to start you know the evolution starts like, it's gonna come back y'all but not not right now but it, it'll be back. But um, <laughs> I have a short film that I'm writing on that I, I want to film this year, as well as I have other shows that um, I've written that I want to put out um, within the next year. So um, one is like a, a hip hop show mm-hmm. and um, well, I'm not going to be in the show, but I'm going to write and direct the show and, this, this, and put other people in it. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I really enjoy Yes Me. <laughs> Yeah, but I really enjoy like the performance side because with performing, I get to learn the ins and outs and stuff because you meet different people in mm-hmm. those, those avenues to help you. But yeah, I've been like writing and directing for a while. So what what did you learn about yourself living in New York? Because for anybody who's ever tried to live in New York uh-huh. <clears throat> or who thought about living in New York, it could be overwhelming. You know, yeah, this oh, hell yeah. I love just the crowdedness. I don't like you know, the critters, but I like the crowdedness and just the hustle and bustle of it and just the 
the potential for opportunity. It's so much that you could just do. You need a little bit of money, maybe a lot a of lot, it, yeah. um, but it's definitely rewarding. But for you, what was that change or what was that that push? Uh, well, to go there or do something. Mm-hmm. Just to live, just to thrive. Well, I always wanted to go there since I was a teenager, but when I got up there, like I had a, a serious reality check. I think that in life that we always think like in our minds that stuff is going to be like this way, mm-hmm. that way, or we try to avoid the process. Right. And then when stuff happens, it's like, damn, I ain't had that. I thought I was prepared for that or I thought I could take that. But things in life happens. I had situations where I was like pretty much homeless, you know, mm-hmm. sleeping on couches and different things like that. I'm um, job to job because a lot of jobs there wasn't even paying money. Um, I was grateful to find a room where I was only paying like 400 a month mm-hmm. and that was good but even sometimes with, with your job paying in like the hours I wasn't making it or I was working so much trying to survive that I wasn't even into the art, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of times. So I think uh, when I do it all over again on or wherever I go this time, uh, it's, it's just that in, embrace the journey. I spent so much time thinking that stuff was going to happen to me one way and it didn't. And I didn't. I enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy it like how I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Because my focus was like, okay, you come up here to be an artist. You ain't come up here to this, this, and that. And that wasn't cool. You got to learn how to uh, let life be life and live. A, a lot of different things had happened when I was up there. And it's, it's, a, it's the idea of control chaos. Yeah. You have to plan. plan. The control part is yeah. the plan. Because even if you get up there and you have a plan and it goes off course, the plan helps you to stay back on track. Right. They, they they call it a business plan, but it's a business plan not to tell you exactly what to do. Yeah. But when things happen that's outside of the plan, that's what you refer back to. Because right. it puts you back on track. It puts you back to your goals and you can evolve it can evolve over time it doesn't have to stay the same it can expand you can switch switch gears but the plan gives you kind of a framework to be able to walk through and that's one of my things as an artist i'm learning to plan and strategize more than just be creative because being creative will cost you a lot it will cost you money and time and then you wake up for me and then you're 38 and you're like well what the hell happened i was just 25 and and time, mother time, father time don't have, he don't really care about your feelings. Yeah. I, just gonna I, keep moving. My biggest lesson was that I'm still learning now is that I had balance because I never had balance in life before and I just thought everything, like I said, you know, it's supposed to happen when it's happening and then when it didn't happen, I was beating on myself bad. Well, you probably had a cushion or at least a safety net at some point. Not really. And then, well, well you really didn't have any moves in New York because no. it was you. You know, yes. you in that space. And sometimes that could be difficult when you don't know how to bounce back. And it was or you don't know how yeah. to plan. When it's just you and you're hungry. I, it's, I always tell uh, a lot of my students this story who want to move to New York. So one, for my first time, actually in the last couple of years, I went to New York on my own, which has always been a terrifying thing to me. Normally I go there and I meet the person at the train station or at the airport and that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that becomes, well, I'm there with a group of people. So we're catching the train together. We're getting around together. This is my first time going. And I remember trying to catch the train. And it was the scariest thing because, of course, one train was, was you know, cut off, but you couldn't catch that train. And, of course, that was a train that was going to get me exactly where I was going. Right. So I had to learn how to read a map and um, make the people at the counter That's talk to me because yeah. they don't really care. They don't, they don't care about you. They just waiting to get off of work. Uh, but 
just that ordeal and then almost being homeless because I didn't, I went up there by myself without a plan. But that's the thing. I had a plan, but every, I've learned that life, everything does not happen the way you think this is. No, it's not. I was trying to avoid mm-hmm. all those obstacles because you see people getting homeless or you see them, you know, doing this, you know, stuff happening. I'm just like, well, I'm not going to do this. I ain't going to do that. Some of the stuff I know knows no way, but it was just like, okay, well, I got the money for this. And then some stuff in New York is kind of crazy. Like you got people scamming out people for wrongs. So you blowing all your money and yeah. all kind of stuff. Just Did that happen to you? Hell yeah. When I first got up there, it was just, mm. Lord, if I could just talk about the journey up into that, so much stuff had happened to me that I was trying to avoid happening to me, even with the plan. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it taught me a lot. And the one thing I, I didn't learn, and I can't say that anybody you are not exempt from the journey or the process so whatever you think it's supposed to go if god say hell no you won't learn just like everybody else just take it in that's something i learned now like any mistake i made or anything that had happened to me it was all a part of a plan the process mm-hmm. so so i think we're a minute over we're gonna take a quick commercial break we'll be right back here on the artist exchange radio show only on beexposedradio.com Hey, Miss Tierra. Here I come. 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 Here I Well, you might could have said nincompoop. We ain't no nincompoop. Here I come. Here I come. Open it. We're going to play for you our first tune. It's called Let's Start What We Have Come Into The Room To Do. Right on. Here goes. You do know how to make a grand entrance. I know who you are. The angel who hunts down those who trespass against him with no mercy. Admit it. I'm like with the bland I want to get back on the station, but I definitely want to run my ad for 
for my business on the Exposed Radio. They are um, attached to so many different businesses and great entities here in the city. If you have a business, you definitely want to put your business out there, commercial, shout out, anything, and sponsor one of the great shows that's on the, on the Exposed Radio. I turned. I had pulled the mic. So, welcome back to the Artist Exchange Radio Show. Um, this is not a new day. It's not a new craziness, but it's just a new guest. We have an additional guest who uh, came in. Janera's still here. She's probably shopping right now. Uh, I take all major credit cards. Who saying all that? Uh, <laughs> but Tara Booker just joined us. Uh, old Urban. I said, well, you I guys, said urban don't night. say urban nothing. <laughs> They're changing the whole major anyway. Don't even say it. Because <laughs> somebody stole the name. Okay, I got you. I got you. Uh, but UAP is still ours. We're never yeah, gonna yeah. never gonna leave it. But she's an old UAP friend of mine. And um Tierra Booker is um I'm not gonna say because everybody is so politically correct, but she's um a real uh she works, she likes to work. I'll say it like that. Uh, she's probably just coming from a job and about to go to another one. I just left a meeting. Yeah. I'm off on Fridays. I made it that way. Okay, because she's the boss. But um, I just wanted to introduce people. She's been on the Artist Exchange before, but she hasn't been on our new virtual uh, platform yet because we're all virtual because of grown up. Uh, but I'm really excited to see Tara. I haven't seen Tara in a minute. Um, she's officially... Um, a single woman now. I'm not, I'm no, not. I didn't say single in terms of relationship. I didn't say it like that, but her baby is no longer a baby. Oh, yeah, so yeah, she's yeah. a mom out on the loose now. Empty nest. Empty nest. I should have said it like that. I said single. Even though the nest never is empty, Jesus. Well, the nest is never going to be empty because somebody's always going to make market. August 20th. August 20th. She, they back still, she can still go come and wash her clothes and make market. And she gonna need a place to stay every now and again. Not her. I don't think it's gonna be her. Maybe, maybe the young man, but not, not her. Uh, but twenty. Um, <laughs> you see, I know the date. I think I even know the movement <laughs> time. Oh, what, what school she going to? She go to hood in Frederick. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, Tara is many things. Um, Tara is on the side of the arts that's more administrative, more um. That's one of the things I, I kind of just. I ain't, I'm not into that as much anymore because they want you to be plantation owners. Oh, I'm well, sorry, no, the, workers, workers. That's the well. Welcome to the Baltimore art scene. 
I mean, I know um, I've been in. No, I'm, I'm saying it to them. Oh, okay, yeah. And I can't um, do, I, I can't, one, I can't sell, sell my soul. And two, I do not work well under the plantation industry. Mm-hmm. I just can't do it. Well, it's, and, and I'm, I'm not saying that's true just for us because we were urban art majors, but I think it is true for us because we had to learn how to define what we were and who we were as individual artists. So us then going out into the world and trying to work within the um, plantation restrictions that they have out there, it just didn't work for us. It didn't work. It didn't balance out. And all of us are hard-headed. So it just didn't... I'm not not going to go along and get along. That's part of the conversation I just had with uh, one of the higher-ups at a place they want me to train and teach at. And they said, oh, you're not at so-and-so anymore. I said, oh, no. I said, no. Mm-mm. Embrace me, please. No. Embrace and I'm the type, I will, you know, I will roll out. First of all, in Maryland, you don't owe nobody a two weeks notice. Let's start there. Because they won't give you one. It's an at-will state. So when yeah. they're tired of you, they ain't going to give you one. So that being the case, mm-hmm. two weeks you don't get from me. Right. You might not even know where the hell I went for real. Like, oh, where, why? Right. Just make sure you send that check because then I'll come back and get it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> neither here nor there. Um, I said, oh, no. Just a gangster artist. No, we're not doing that. I mean, a lot of people more recently have been kind of being out and out with their, um, the way that they felt about certain plantation situations. I mean, but it's, um, it's, I'm not saying it's too late because it's never too late to expose but why are you exposing? I'm I'm all about intentions now. Why am I exposing? No, not you. Oh. We, we know why. We okay, because I because the people who we we that are just coming out now. Well, they're opportunists, not opportunists. Ooh. It's a C in there. They're opportunists, um, and <laughs> it's interesting to me. That's all I'll say because it's like two people came out last week, or maybe the week before. Talking about why they no longer are uh, house <coughs> niggas. Yes, I said it for certain organizations, and I was. Did they like, say it oh. like that? No, I did. Okay, okay. Um, I was like, oh, but there's so many birds. You're not a house nigga no more. Okay, what happened? They, they well, finally made you mad. Well, they probably got all they could get, and then it, the gravy train was stopped for them. Oh, and then okay. you're forced to come out of your coolness yeah. and 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 be, you know, the black man. Probably this black man. Uh the black man that you... No, this was a woman. It's, they, this is equal opportunity. Yeah, this is equal woman. opportunity. Well, this is the one I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, the we got a couple names. We won't we don't This person that. was a gatekeeper for like a lot of things and then they came out and said, Oh, um, I oh. can't deal with it no more. I'm like, mm, oh. what did they do to you, honey? Well, sometimes, well, sometimes foundations can do that to you, right? Well, this wasn't a foundation, it was an institution. Well, it wasn't an institution. How can I explain it? I'm, um, I'm trying to. I'm trying you know, to, I'm a person. I'll I'm say this shit. You say the name, but we got to know. This is why Timber does not come with this. Yeah, because I'll say it. Play, I will play, tell it, Shane, the devil. Inbox play. me. I'm on all social media. Timber Booker. You can find me at Wild with Soul. Or I'm the owner of Vagina Lounge. So if you want to find me on the Vagina Lounge, you can find me there. And I'll tell you. Because I'm just not understanding like yeah. all these people. But that's that's the nature of this business that we're in. Unfortunately, that's the nature of this business. But many of us have had to find our own independent journey right. and pave our own way. And it's it's been a struggle for for Tira. I know Tira is already in that mindset of 
being an organizer and, and doing things from the back end and working your and I'm not I just I'm an artist so through and through so it's been hard for me to uh, fit in in those environments and Tierra is it's the same issue because we you want certain things and you want to be it's a give and take. So any establishment you come in, you have to understand. I'm gonna give them something of me, and they're gonna. I'm gonna receive something. But the receiving part is normally where we like. Well, what what happened? You, I, I gave you see all my stuff right there. But where's where's your stuff? Um, and in terms of Tara, I just you have to have people like Tara on your team because she'll yeah, tell you. Yeah, because I was in the staff meetings, and yeah. I was the one starting all the trouble. You know, because I'm not. I I can't sit down, shut up, and look pretty. I just can't do it, especially when it comes to. Huh? No, we could just talk here for days. But and she got her locks back, so this is this is that to her. So be yeah. careful. Watch out for yourself. I'm She's black. Not- I'm <laughs> black, and I'm proud. How about that? Say it loud. You would never like I tell my students because I am a professor. Like mm-hmm. I tell my students, I can only be black. Mm-hmm. And it's a. <laughs> It is ultimately a choice. Some people say, well, I was born. It's a choice because we see many people making an opposing choice. Yeah. So it's, it's selling their soul. Have, selling their soul to the choice. devil. Right. My thing is, if you want to sell your soul, at least sell it for six figures. God damn. Well, so when they're only offering. Not selling it for 40 and 50,000. Come on now. Yeah. When they're offering that amount, they, they're going to take what they can get because some people just, the opportunity, the hustle is the. Selling your soul and selling other people's. Yeah. Selling up, it's like a like a um, what did you call an overseer? You selling your soul, and then you bring other people in. Like I just equate the art scene in Baltimore's. I don't know who like it's it. It's a permit scheme. No, it is a plantation. Well, that's a permit. The how with a permit scheme? It's a plantation. Yeah, and they only giving scraps. Shots. What's the V lounge about? Who is who is who is this? That's Tracy. Hey, you met Tracy. Tracy Hall. Oh, it's a vagi- vaginal steaming. Mm-hmm. Vaginal steaming uh, lounge. Well, there's more than that because Tara deals in health and wellness now. Yeah, I've been in. So this is the thing people don't know about me. I've been in health and wellness since mm-hmm. 1998. So let's start there. Mm-hmm. So when I go into these places and spaces, they don't know. If you want to act up, I could just flip back. I mean, I'm I'm a goddamn, <laughs> I could flip, okay? <laughs> it could be us today. It was all yesterday, and it could be the health and wellness today. Case in point, yeah. This is why Sierra's only on our. Don't even get me started with that. Like people kill me. Oh, you you in wellness? No, motherfucker, I've been in wellness since 1998. It was before the arts. Let's start there. Well, Sierra has been has had many reincarnations, (laughs) um, and she never leaves the last life she was at. Right, I always got a little. She's a little uh, a business card or something in a little yeah. space for them to know, oh, yeah, Tara, yeah, we can bring her on in. Yes, you can, for a fee. Because hourly rates start at 200 Let's start yes. there. Because yeah. I'm not doing nothing and for no scraps. Having individuals like Tara around me, it wasn't that I didn't know my words. I always knew my value, but I never put a price tag on my passion. And that was that's what one of the changes that I've made as a, an adult artist is not only do you have to know your value, you have to be you have to be comfortable walking away from somebody who's not willing to see your value. Right, say no. And no. It's, it's a hard decision. And, and beyond no, you have to just put yourself in places 
and surround yourself with people who see your value, who is willing to pay that value and, and not only pay it, but they acknowledge it because many people will choose to see your value and then still offer you food stamps. Right. Because they got, it's a lot of um, TCA and cash assistance and SNAP benefits being offered out here. Uh, art organizations? They might as well give it out. With COVID, they probably, all these people, all these arts organizations, I know, apply for all this PPP, AAA, and BBB, and every other grant, and they, ain't, they all going to jail. I hope they take some of these arts EDs to jail when they're taking people to jail for this PPP money. Mm, you say? My name ain't on none of them applications. Is my name on any of them? No, because I didn't want to. They better not say I work there either. So what have, what have you been up to uh, since our last encounter? We haven't seen each other over the pandemic. What have you been up to? Lord, this, Lord, that. Lord, this, Lord, that. Any projects? Tell us about, I mean, anything new with the Vagina Lounge? I'm really trying of, to educate you, people. Are you still taking I, clients? I'm still taking clients, but it's on an exclusive basis. I would really like to prefer, I would prefer to educate people versus them sitting and be seeing them. I will prefer to educate, but people just don't want to do it themselves. So so let's do a live one time and I'll come to the vagina lounge because it's for males as well. Yeah, because they have a prostate issues, poor circulation and hemorrhoids. Oh, and I'm having some circulation issues so much. So let's do a live one time from the Well, yeah, yeah, we can do that in August because uh, August is actually vaginal steaming month. Well, okay. I guess that's bad you see, but it, it could be steam in mind. Let's just say <laughs> in Thanks the world, it's bad you see in mind. I don't want to get anybody it, it just any steam ideas. In okay. Yeah, we can do a live in August. So I'm I'm really excited about um, Tira just business. Tira is just the business of business and reinventing herself artistry-wise, health and wellness-wise. Um, what is there any information in terms of your business that you want to share? Yeah. So what I'm getting into now is I've been <laughs> um, brought in to do a lot of wellness coaching and wellness training. Um, more specifically, I do individual coaching. I do group coaching. And now I'm working into corporate um, wellness mm -hmm. because um, a lot of people is messed up after COVID mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. from kids on up. Right, um, right. I have a current project I'm working in Howard County um, with um, with uh, Howard County Department of um, I mean Howard County Public Schools around wellness. But I'm I'm looking forward to uh, bringing in more corporate um, clients. I did a lot of leading of meditations mm -hmm. um, during COVID for like staff meetings um, and like employee retreats um, mm -hmm. because. This thing was serious. I mean, y'all were there. Y'all seen it. COVID. Mm -hmm. um, and, and and the numbers are increasing again. Um, but, you know, hopefully nobody passed away or succumbed to it this time. Mm. But, um, yeah, so I'm doing a lot of things wellness related. Um, I'll always be teaching in the arts. If I don't do anything else, I'll be teaching or sitting on a board as it relates to the arts. Now, working for an arts organization, I think those days are done. Um, because I just can't do it no more. Um, but it's yeah. definitely a, a struggle and it should not have to be because even throughout this pandemic, you really, if you didn't already know, you learned who people really were. And it was, for me, it was 
I can't say it was heartbreaking because we're not surprised. We've had these conversations myself and Tara a lot. Um, and it really, um, but it was just this disgraceful because you saw so much, so much support and financial support being put into arts organization for them to still continue that old good old boy system or um, the hoarding system. You know, many of the artists in this community did not have to struggle the way that we had to struggle, uh, but it happens because if you're not willing to, as Tira said, sell your soul or your firstborn child or, you know, um, parts of your body probably, uh, hmm. to do the things that you want to do as an artist and need to do by our Baltimore community. And I'm quite sure other arts places in other cities have seen the same thing, but it's just, it just has been unfortunate that we saw, like, it was so prevalent and it was so in your face and so I don't care about you that it's just it's heartbreaking because I live to be an artist that shares my not only my work but my time and my talents and my gifts with other people you're supposed to share your gifts they were given to you for the benefit of other people and as an artist I just didn't feel the the need to continue to do that in many spaces that we've been in Mm -hmm. and that I've been in working in for years um, but it's been unfortunate, you know, um, even even, you know, building this this system of, of the vision board uh, workshops. It was based off a lot of artists coming to me and just not knowing. And then there being people out there who are getting paid by the government, by uh, donations to give this to artists and they're not giving it to them. So I've had to take it upon myself to continue that that mission of just giving artists everything that they need in order to be artists. And not just artists, but entrepreneurs and community leaders alike, because it's just not enough uh, positive images or positive spaces for us people of color to be able to go to within the arts community. And that's where the artist exchange is coming from. But it's just unfortunate. And we keep being in this space over and over and over again. But I I, I like that Tira is now... Um, being that person that's just not going to deal with it and and really showing them that there's another way in order to do your business and create business within a sector that is not really made for us. So um, tell people where they can find a vagina lounge. And Let's just say the whole institution, like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, I do your research. So let me let me give you some 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 nuggets. Okay. Do your research on nonprofits. Let's just start there. As a person who has, I, I'm somewhat ashamed to even say it, but one of my graduate degrees is in nonprofit management. So do your research on nonprofits, and this is why I have not started my own nonprofit because it's a system that's built against us from the beginning. Okay, mm-hmm. if you're black, it's a system that's built and created against us. Why do you think that anytime an organization, unless it's an investor or something along those lines, they aren't giving you any money unless you're a nonprofit. Like you got to have that 501c3 or you got to subsidize, you know what, in order to get their 501c3 status in order to get grant money. Like it's all a system. It's all a system. Sorry, Sorry if you got one, but it's a system. And yeah. you're going to continue. And granted, the NFL, Johns Hopkins, all of these large organizations are nonprofits, but it's all a system. It's a system. Mm-hmm. And it's all set up 
to not benefit us. The sooner black people realize, and I don't want to go in the sandbox, but I'm going to go here real quick. The sooner black people stop with this whole, I'm going to get ahead, and once I get there, I'm going to just chill instead of bringing somebody up behind them, the, 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 the longest it's going to take for us to get somewhere. And so I'm going to leave on that note, however, because it's a lot of that going around too. However, um, if you want to contact me, don't let what I say as far as my um, personal beliefs in the reality of the fact get in the way mm -hmm. um, if you have a nonprofit. But if you want to get in touch with me um, as it relates to uh, wellness coaching, nonprofit consulting, or um, the Vagina Lounge, I can be found on any social media. So the Vagina Lounge, Tara Booker, or Well With Her Soul. If you just put that up in any search engine, Google, Safari, whatever you do, you'll find me. And I'll put her information in the comment section so y'all can, can find her. But she's the Vagina Lounge, Tara Booker on all social media. Um, and her information is always on her page. So just reach out to her. Um, if you're if you're having these roadblocks, if you're having these issues within your entrepreneurial or artistry um, uh, lanes, she's somebody that you can go to that's going to give you kind of some assistance in in that um, consulting assistance. You will get the real, but you'll get you'll get assistance. Yeah. So if you're not ready for those types of truths, and you still think the white way is going to be the best way, then hey. This is not the platform for you, and this is not the person that you're no. contact. I'm but, only can be black, sorry. Yeah. So, so definitely, this is. I'm glad you came by because now I, I have a few questions, and I have her in front of me, so we can get some of the questions answered. I'm gonna have to give up air or something, but I'm, yeah, I'm, cool, with I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. But um, I'm really excited um, about business, Janeiro. Real quick, good morning. Tell people where they can find you and your. Uh, lustrious creations. You can follow me at Glorious Ancestors on um, Instagram. If you want to follow me, just follow me at Janeira. On Instagram? Yes. And on Facebook. It's yes. Janeira Hampton on Facebook. On Facebook. There we go. So that's been another awesome episode of the Artist Exchange Radio Show. Don't forget, uh, starting this Sunday, uh, from 4 to 6, the first installment of the uh, Artist Exchange workshop series will be starting um every month there'll be a different theme with our specifically our vision board um workshops so we really want you to come on out get some you know enjoyment out of it but definitely come prepared to plan and and work with some individuals i've invited a few people um to be able for you to be able to network with and each month we'll have a different um individual come and share their experience with you, depending on what the topics are. We have topics from financial freedom, health and wellness, um, business development, customer service, HR. It's a whole gambit. At the end of this series, if you come to each one, you'll be able to get something out of them. And if you can't make it in person for each one of them, there's a virtual component to it, but you still have to register. So go to the, the Artist Exchange radio show at gmail.com. Or again, you can call us directly at 443-839-0118 and register for either the in-person or virtual. And I'm telling you, you're going to get something out of it. Um, and I'm promising you that. And it's going to be a great exercise. There'll be some light refreshments. Don't forget Merlin Avenue, 1734 Merlin Avenue um, from 4 to 6. 
register on time. Um, we're not letting anybody who has not registered come in because there are a couple health questions that we have to ask you <coughs> before you get into the building. So peace out. Uh, love you all. Be safe. Don't forget the Artist Exchange Radio Show every Friday at 5 p.m. Only on BigCoastRadio.com. <coughs> if you're looking for a place to start your show, bring your show, or if you have an idea for a show, definitely hit us up. And go to our website, www.BeExposedRadio.com, for our Be News section. We have some phenomenal writers that have been boosting up our Be News <coughs> section, um, giving you some great stories and some great perspectives on some really hot button issues. So go Ooh. to that, subscribe to it. And be there or be square every Friday at 5 p.m. only on BigSquareRadio.com. Real artists will talk real live. Peace out. How y'all doing? Thank you.